الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لقد جاءكم رسول من أنفسكم عزيز عليه ما عنتم حريص 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 عليكم بالمؤمنين رؤوف الرحيم فإن تولوا فقل حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم صدق الله العظيم مؤسستكم الله معي كرام بردزين الرزق This ayat of the Quran Sharif last ayat of Surah Al-Tawbah and according to some of the Sahabah Ikram Hazrat Abdullah bin Abbas radiyallahu ta'ala'an Rubey bin Ka'af radiyallahu ta'ala'an this is the last ayat to be revealed in the Quran Sharif and in regard to this ayat in one hadith Sharif Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is reported to have said that the person who recites this ayat in the day then kafahu allahu ma ahammahu ma ahammahu ma ahammahu Allah Ta'ala will take care of all his concerns and needs in one hadith sharif the last portion of this ayat hasbi allahu la ilaha illahu alayhi tawakkaltu wa huwa rabbul arshil azim person who recites this seven times morning and seven times in the evening Regarding this is the same, this virtue, Kafahullahu ma'ahammahu, Allah Ta'ala will take care of all his concerns. And in, in one hadith, for reciting this ayat from Laqad Ja'akum to the end, it's mentioned that the person who recites this, Allah Ta'ala will make it a means of the forgiveness of his sins. So there's so much of hope for everything that we have been given in deen. The recitation of some ayat of the Qur'an Sharif becomes a means of a person's protection. It becomes a means of so much of great blessings and rewards, so much of barakah. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with a deen which is all comprehensive, which takes care of every need of ours, and which has provided for everything that we require is nothing that we will require any guidance for, require any kind of direction in which deen hasn't provided. Everything has been provided to us. But if we bypass what Allah Ta'ala has given us, what Rasulullah Sallallahu has given us and we try to look for our solutions elsewhere, then obviously we are groping in the dark and Allah forbid where we might finish off. So in everything we have been given the most perfect way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And in this ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala describes some of the very salient features of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Those salient features 
which every mu'min, every believer, every ummati of Rasulullah should inscribe on his heart and try to aspire to become somebody who also imbibes these qualities, these characteristics in his life. Everything about Rasulullah was an example, most splendid and noble example, the most beautiful example. These are just some of those aspects, but very, very prominent aspects in the life, aspects in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu so That indeed a messenger has come to you, min anfusikum, who is one among you. So the Arabs of the time were primarily being addressed. He is also one among you. He has the same language that you have. He is not somebody that you had not been familiar with. He grew up among you. You are the people who gave him all those beautiful titles of As-Sadiq, Al-Ameen. And he is one of your kind. He is not from a different species, came from a different planet. Oh, he's an insan, he's an insan, he's an insan, and he grew up among you. لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسْيَاءَكُمْ رَسْيَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ But while this is the one side of it, that Rasulullah wasallam was also a human being, and he was one of the Arabs, but Allah Ta'ala had blessed him with that maqam, that position, that nobody and simply nobody can ever know the reality of that position and maqam. Position and maqam. And maqam. Only Allah Ta'ala alone knows the greatness of the maqam of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Anyone and everyone, anyone and everyone will praise Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi to whatever extent, to whatever extent, to whatever extent. And everybody can get together and praise his greatness and his great qualities that Allah Ta'ala blessed him, Allah Ta'ala blessed him, Allah Ta'ala blessed him. But they, but, they, but they can still never ever imagine what is his maqam in the sight of Allah Ta'ala? So as insan, as human beings, we have some idea of things. But what can a drop, one simple drop somewhere, know what is the worth of the ocean? How can that drop ever imagine what is the, vast, is the, vast, is the vastness of that ocean and the depth of that ocean? That drop thinks I am everything. What can that ant imagine if that ant is somehow it's able to communicate and somebody gets to it and says to that ant to try and describe Mount Everest. What is an ant going to be able to imagine? What is Mount Everest? It walks in some surface and it feels this is the whole world. What is going to be able to understand what Mount Everest? So where can we ever understand, where can we ever understand the maqam of Rasulullah in reality? in reality? But whatever Allah has described for us in the Quran Sharif, Whatever Rasulullah himself by the command of Allah Ta'ala has expressed about what Allah Ta'ala blessed him with, that is to give us some idea, some brief idea, so that we understand what Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with, who Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with, 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 and we look for guidance nowhere else then. Because when we have the Greatest Nabi of Allah Tabarak, Nabi of Allah Tabarak, Nabi of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, who Allah Ta'ala had made Sayyidul Mursaleen, the leader of all the messengers of Allah Ta'ala, Khatamun Nabiyeen, the seal of all the prophets, and 
Habibu Rabbil Alameen who was the most beloved of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala and all the titles that we can put to it but the summary of it is Ba'adas Khuda Buzruk Tu'i Qissa Mukhtasar After Allah Ta'ala is the rank of Rasulullah is the rank of Rasulullah is the rank of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Now when Allah Ta'ala blessed him with all this greatness and the most noble and beautiful way of life so then a person leaves Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and looks for that for something elsewhere what a great injustice this would be and what a great injustice to himself also that he deprived himself he deprived himself from taking the most perfect guidance so in the Quran Sharif and various ahadith this greatness this greatness this greatness has been expressed in so many different ways for example in one ayat of the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala expresses that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he is the means he is the means of your protection as well. of your protection as well can we imagine There's so many different aspects mentioned but this aspect in this time and age when everybody is consumed by fear by fear of what will happen tomorrow and what will be the next situation and how will a person come out of things and Allah Ta'ala expressed this in the Quran Sharif that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He is the means of your protection that وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَأَنْتَ فِيهِمْ وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ مُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ Allah Ta'ala will not bring upon them bring upon them bring upon them such a punishment that will annihilate everybody like it happened in previous nations and somebody some floods came the floods came the nation of Nuh all the disbelievers that floods came and destroyed the last one of them after many many centuries passed and they refused to take heed and eventually when the azab of Allah Ta'ala came not one of them was saved the time of Hazrat Salih the all-encompassing punishment came in the time of various other Anbiya Allah Ta'ala says your presence is so Mubarak your presence is so great that as long as you are present among them such a punishment will never come مَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَأَنْتَ فِيهِمْ now immediately the thought will come to mind that SubhanAllah this was such a great blessing of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala to the sahaba ikram and to the people in general of that time that everybody was benefiting from this great blessing of Allah Ta'ala through the presence of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that as long as he was present this kind of annihilating punishment would not come but then Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he moved on from dunya into the mercy of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala so now the dunya is no more enjoying the Mubarak presence of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So now what? So Allah Taala says that you are so blessed and so Mubarak that your presence, this is a shield, this is this is a barrier from such an azab coming. But then your ummah is going to continue to qiyamah. So through your barakat one of the titles of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam many many titles 
in a, a hadith Rasulullah sallallahu himself expressed some of these titles titles that I have been have been have been blessed with all these innali asma'an ana Muhammad wa ana Ahmad wa ana al-Mahi wa ana al-Hashir wa ana al-Aqib all these various titles and the details of it in one of the ahadith is mentioned wa nabiyut tawbah one of the titles of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is nabiyut tawbah the nabi of tawbah nabi of tawbah Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he was sinless what is nabi tawba so one of the meanings of this is that he is that nabi who gave his ummah such a prescription of tawba which is perhaps the easiest prescription of tawba that was ever given to any ummah in previous times people as part of their tawba they were sometimes prescribed with some very major things the bani israel committed one mistake very serious mistake the tawbah was faqtulu anfusakum zalikum khairul lakum inda bari'ikum fataba alaykum you allow it to kill one another that is your tawbah now when you do this and those thousands of people lost their had to their lives had to go in this manner that was their tawbah and nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam blessed his ummah with the prescription of tawbah that a person has made 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 a mistake he has heard he has transgressed the limits of deen he has betrayed Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala betrayed Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam but Allah ta'ala left the door of tawbah open for him inna Allah azza wa jalla yaqbalu tawbata al-abd ma lam yughghir Allah ta'ala has left the door of tawbah wide open as long as the person hasn't reached the pangs of death the opportunity of tawbah is there never to be never to become despondent from the mercy of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala la taqnatu min rahmatillah inna Allah yaghfiru dhunuba jami'a Allah Ta'ala says, don't ever become despondent of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. Whatever the person's situation is, Allah Ta'ala has left the door wide open for him to come. But before the pangs of death come, when the pangs of death come, nobody knows. So there's no time to delay. So in any case, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he gave the Ummah Tawbah. They sincerely repent and come back to Allah Ta'ala. Allah will forgive you. The Tawbah requires that a person gives up that sin stops committing the haram feels that remorse and regret in his heart why did i do such a thing how could i have done this my rabb bless me with everything all his countless nemats and bounties and favors 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 i am using all the time i'm benefiting from all the time and i was still so shameless i was still so disloyal uh, ungrateful and i broke allah taala's commands allah's commands would his nemats and bounties chastise oneself feel that remorse and regret and firmly resolve that this is it this is now over inshallah in the future i will never do this allah taala made it so simple with that sincerity sincere remorse regret and that firm resolve not to commit the sin in future allah taala accepts the tawbah of the person if it pertains to the rights of people obviously that has to be fulfilled If some right of Allah Taala has been neglected, that has to be made up. Made up. But so, Tawbah so simple. And together with that, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Nabi Yud Tawbah, he so excessively make istighfar, despite being masoom, despite being sinless. Sometimes in one one sitting, the Sahaba used to count hundred times istighfar, and that is meaning in the course of discussion, while talking to somebody, while discussing, every now and again istighfar. 
Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam masum sunnah and in one sitting one majlis 100 times istighfar is counted 70 times istighfar so nabi tawbah so now this ayat of the quran sharif allah taala says that as long as you are present allah taala azab which will annihilate everybody that won't happen but that was now limited to the time that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was present in dunya but after he's gone Allah says Nabi Islam is so blessed and so Mubarak and so great that while he was present obviously that was the greatest barakah present in dunya but now that he is left through his barakah the ummah will be saved wa ma kana Allah Ta'ala granted the ummah to this great bounty through Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ma kana Allah liyu'adhibahum wa hum yastaghfirun Subhanallah, this is just one glimpse of the maqam of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that his presence in dunya, this itself was a shield for the whole dunya from that annihilating azab. And through his barakat, the ummah has still been blessed with istighfar. Among the many, many, many great blessings that Allah Ta'ala has blessed Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa this is one, is one very great aspect that he was wiqaya, a means of protection for the ummah and through him this ummah is still being protected now one is the mubarak presence of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam his zat what can be imagined about it and what can a person ever the whole world can get together and describe his zat but nobody can do any justice to even one fraction of that what is required of that but just as Allah Ta'ala had placed so much of barakat and so much of greatness in his zat, in his being, likewise the a'mal that Rasulullah Sallallahu performed, what he thought of how it should be done in terms of his day-to-day life, in terms of his ibadat, in terms of his mu'amalat, his dealings, in terms of his mu'asharat, social life, his akhlaq, everything that he did, his zat and his being was so full of blessings that every amal that came through this zat was full of blessings also. And those blessings will continue till Qiyamah for anyone and everyone who will adopt those amal, who will adopt those sifat. That barakat is linked to those amal, to those, to those, to those sifat. And the person till Qiyamah will come, he will make amal in the way that Rasulullah practiced something the way that Nabi Islam demonstrated how something should be done, adopted his Mubarak akhlaq with that intention and niyyat. This was the Mubarak way of my Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This was what Allah ta'ala described about him. وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ You are on the peak of good akhlaq. And it was these very aspects of good akhlaq which Allah ta'ala highlighted in so many ayat of the Qur'an Sharif which were all in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and which he demonstrated, demonstrated practically whether it comes to the aspects for example which Allah Ta'ala talks about the sifat of the muttaqeen who can come close to the taqwa of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and these were the sifat in him wal-kazimeen al-ghayz wal-aafina anil-naas wallahu yuhibbul muhsineen those who restrain their anger so restrain their anger now Often we forget about these things are also part of deen and very great aspects of deen. In the Quran Sharif, Allah is speaking about it. And Nabi Islam highlighted it in so many ahadiths. 
So, every amal of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is infused with that barakah and blessing, with that noor. So now this ummah, just as the Mubarak presence of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a safeguard, the amal and the sifat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a safeguard. The one who will adopt it, this will become a protection for him. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's presence was a safeguard in entirety. It became a safeguard for anyone and everyone. That the disbelievers also, they enjoyed this blessing that they took out safe from an annihilating destruction. But now that Nabi Islam has left dunya, obviously that barakat is no more there. But the barakat of his amal, the barakat of his shifat, that will continue till qiyamah and any person who will adopt it, any household that will bring it alive, then they will see that sukoon and peace and blessings which Rasulullah Sallallahu has promised, which Allah Ta'ala has mentioned. And every community that will adopt it, that community will live in that peace and harmony that everybody aspires for. And if the ummah at large has to bring it alive, the whole ummah will benefit from it. So this is that great maqam and position of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and when a person has this blessing for himself then why should he ever be looking elsewhere he should be looking only in the direction of rasulullah sallallahu wasallam that what allah ta'ala had blessed him let alone just being a means of noor being a means of baraka it becomes the means of becoming the mahboob and the beloved of allah ta'ala subhanallah every person's aspiration is that he should start loving Allah Ta'ala. He must become a true lover of Allah Ta'ala. My life is going in so many different directions. Allah Ta'ala blessed me with everything and I am still turning my back and going in some other direction. I must start getting this love of Allah in my heart. Real dunya things also. What is a person's need, whatever Allah Ta'ala gives him, mashallah, Allah Ta'ala grant barakat in it. But for even minor trivial things also, we have such great aspirations. Allah forbid sometimes those aspirations go in a completely different direction too. The person is aspiring, na'udhu for haram, and he's even na'udhu making dua for that haram. This might sound like the most strangest thing we ever heard, but these are the unfortunate realities. person comes and he says, or writes up and says that uh, I was in this relationship but now that person is uh, she broke up please make dua it comes right in a haram relationship he is earning the wrath of Allah Ta'ala and he says make dua that I must still get more of the wrath of Allah Ta'ala that's what he tantamounts to that make dua this, this what has happened now she broke away must come right again come right meaning I must get more wrath of Allah Ta'ala now this is how far the aspirations 
of dunya can get to and how deep the person can sink into haram when he hasn't got that Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala in his heart. When that aspiration is not there. So now to start off with that desire should be in the heart. And if that desire is there, then there should be dua for it. You should be begging Allah Ta'ala. Nabi Islam taught us dua. Allahumma rzuqni hubbak. Ya Allah grant me your muhabbat. Urzuqni. Rizq. The word rizq, nourishment. Ya Allah grant me the nourishment of your muhabbat. That without your muhabbat, how can I survive? Like a person can't survive with physical nourishment, how is he going to survive? He doesn't eat for one day, two days, by the third day, he can't even lift a finger. Because he doesn't have nourishment. So without physical nourishment, he can't walk, he can't talk, he can't do anything. Without the nourishment of the soul, how is he going to function? How is his legs going to move towards the house of Allah Ta'ala? How is his hands going to be wanting to hold the kalam of Allah Ta'ala? And how is his tongue going to move in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala? And where will his eyes want to look at that which will please Allah Ta'ala? Everything will be completely lifeless. And when everything is now not in action, it gets diseased. When that body is not in motion and not in action, gradually the body gets diseased. So now when that heart is not in the motion of righteousness, it becomes wrecked by disease, disease of the heart. Now as a result of the disease of the heart, the eyes can only look at haram. The person now is stuck and glued and addicted to pornography and all kinds of vices and sin, due to which the heart is getting sunk in deeper darkness. And then as a result of that, the fingers can only type haram messages. And the, and the heaviest thing in the hand will be the Quran Sharif, but he'll be able to hold one heavier novel the whole night and it won't matter, matter. And the legs will move in every wrong direction, every wrong direction, every wrong direction. The ears will only be able to listen to what is forbidden and forbidden and haram. And what is good, what is righteous, it will be a very burdensome thing to listen to it. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. So this aspiration for the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, this is, this is something that should be in every mu'min's heart, every mu'min's heart, that I want to love Allah Ta'ala. Allahumma rzukhni hubbak. Nabi Islam is teaching us dua to ask for Allah Ta'ala's muhabbat. Allah grant me the rizq. Urzukni hubbak. The nourishment of your muhabbat. My heart must be nourished with your muhabbat. With your love. And the love of those who love you. Allah grant me the love of all those a'mal that will bring me closer to your muhabbat. That I must love Salah. I must love the Tilawat of the Quran Sharif. I must love to make your zikr. I must love to recite Durud Sharif on Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I must love to sacrifice for Deen. Coolness of my eyes is in Salah. So that love of the Amal that bring us closer to Allah Ta'ala, that love to come in the heart. So, one is this aspiration that I should start loving Allah Ta'ala. But Allah Ta'ala blessed Rasulullah Sallallahu with that maqam, that the person who will follow his amal, those amal which he did, which are so mubarak, so filled with blessings, Allah Ta'ala says, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِ يُحْبِبُكُمُ اللَّهِ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ 
that O Nabi of Allah, you declare to them, if you truly love Allah Ta'ala, and if you want to get there also, what is if you already claim you have it, and if you don't yet have it, you want to get there, then too is the same prescription. Fattabi'uni. Then follow in the Mubarak footsteps of Rasulullah Wasallam. Those same amal, those amal that he did, which has everything for us in it. Our protection is in it. Our peace and comfort of our hearts and souls is in it. Our protection of our life, wealth and honor and families and everything is in it. Protection, protection doesn't mean that a person never gets sick. Protection doesn't mean that nobody will pass away. If that was a meaning of protection, they wouldn't have been placed in dunya for anybody to walk anymore. Because nobody would have passed away from the time that the first person came on earth. That Allah has already declared this is part of the system of dunya. That conditions will come. وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْسٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنْفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ Allah says, Yaid, then Yaid openly and clearly and with great emphasis, وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ We will most, cert- most certainly test you. We must always ask for afiyat. The Bishlam taught us, always beg Allah for afiyat. But at the same time, Allah has made this very plain and clear. We will most certainly test you. Why? Test in various ways. In the loss of life, loss of wealth, various other halat and conditions. And a patient and who follow the other side. It will become clear as daylight who are those who are truly reliant on Allah wa ta'ala. Who are those who are connected to Allah wa ta'ala. So that is something to keep checking within ourselves. Where do I fall? So these tests will come. Tests are in part of dunya and tests have come to the ummah. The whole history of the ummah is filled with various incidents of various situations and trials but in all these situations one it created a greater connection with Allah number two there was never a state of despondency and hopelessness in those who were connected with Allah in the time of of Rasulullah how many severe situations came up how many situations came up where Sahaba were martyred and not just one, two in the battle of Uhud, 70 Sahaba martyred. Can you imagine what a scene, what a situation. Bire Mauna, 70 of the very choice Sahaba, Qurra, the ulama of the Sahaba, Nabi Islam had selected them and they were betrayed by the people who called them because that was their plan. They had just pretended to be Muslim and they martyred the Sahaba Ikram. Nabi Islam was very, very disturbed about this. He was hurt, pained. And for one month he recited the Qunut and Azila in the Fajr Salah. But there was never a sense of despondency. There was never a sense of hopelessness. This Ummah, this Ummah always lived by the ayat of the Quran Sharif, La tay asumir Never become despondent of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. This Ummah has never ever been taught to be Ummat of despondency, of losing hope, always hopeful. 
whatever the halal because whatever it is their reliance is on allah tabaarak wa ta'ala their connection is with allah tabaarak a person who is traveling somewhere and he suddenly gets stuck in the middle of the road it's late in the night it's a dark road and he's traveling alone and now in the dark road he's traveling alone and now he got stuck so now he jumps out of his car and everything is so eerie now what will happen to that person's heart he will be in a state of panic but now suddenly another vehicle starts coming along but that vehicle has got one blue light flashing also and then somebody jumps out and the person is armed and he can see okay now this is genuinely it's not part of south africa this is truly a person who's part of the uh, police force so another person comes what's the problem he says no i got stuck okay you sort yourself out i'm waiting here till somebody comes and takes you along whatever the case is so now he's phoning his family whatever i'm stuck here but don't worry this one person is here police is here i'm fine come and just sort me out but get the tow truck or get whatever else but i'm fine no 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 problem why is fine one other insan is there with him one other insan who is just as muhtaj as him who is just as vulnerable as him but that person apparently seems to have some might and strength on his side he perhaps has something that others might fear because he is now flashing this blue light so this weak insan feel so much more consoled and comfortable because one another weak insan like him is alongside so when a person can feel consoled and feel comforted and feel secure because one another weak insan like him is there but that person seems to have a little bit more uh some power and some strength maybe that too has to be redefined in the times we living some places they say that the police station had to hire a security company to look after it so wallahu alam times are changing but this example is in the times that probably were past so now this person feels secure because somebody seems to have some strength some power some might whereas that person is just as weak as him so if a person has built his connection with the rabbul kainat with rabbul alamin then why would he feel panic when his panic all went away by seeing another insan like him when he felt secure another insan like him came along he felt consoled and comforted when another insan a weakling like him came along if he will link himself to allah tbaraka wa taala who is the creator of the heavens and the earth then why will he panic why will he become despondent why will he ever lose hope he will have his trust in allah tbaraka wa taala wa ala allah falyatawakkal almu'minun and the believers they have their trust in allah tbaraka wa taala amma yatawakkal ala allah fa huwa hasbu and the one who has his trust in allah tbaraka wa taala allah is sufficient for him he doesn't have to panic he does never has to become overwhelmed with the situations he's insan like other insan he feels emotions too he sometimes feels some pain he feels grief he feels whatever other insan feel but he never becomes overwhelmed he never panics he never becomes despondent a mu'min on his tongue never comes now what will happen now what will happen that doesn't come on his tongue he says allah he says allah taala will make it happen before also only allah taala made it happen and in and in and in future also allah taala will make it happen a mu'min doesn't speak the words of despondency a mu'min always speaks the words of hope 
Rasulullah sallallahu has taught us that if a person is very ill, but you say things of giving him hope, that is not going to increase his lifespan in any way, but it will comfort his heart. So you give him hope. If you can see all the signs that now this person is not going to survive this, why still talk about the negative? Always talk about the positive. Rasulullah himself taught this lesson right up to the last. Right up to the last he taught this lesson of thinking positively. Nabi Wasallam is in his last moments of life and he was in this pain of death which Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala made it the means of even greater stages for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Aisha Siddiqa radiallahu ta'ala she says that after seeing the condition of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in his last moments, that the kind of physical pain, what the situation of his ruh was at that time, who can imagine? But being in San, physically he also was experiencing pain. She says, after that, after that, I never ever envied anybody upon what seemed to be an easy death. Because if having an easy death itself was a very great virtue, meaning having no pain at that time was something of a very great, something of a very great thing, then Nabi Islam would be the person who have had it best. But he underwent a lot of physical difficulty at that time. So that physical difficulty in, in itself, it's not an indication of anything negative. Because if it was anything negative, then Nabi Islam would never have experienced one iota of any difficulty at that time, physically also. So now Nabi Islam is in this situation of these difficulties, and he's even making that dua, Allahumma inni ala sakaratil maut. Ya Allah, you help me over these difficulties at the time of passing on from this dunya. In that condition, as Sayyidah Fatiwa ta'ala anha, the great daughter of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa the queen of the woman of Jannah, she is sitting there and she is overcome by this situation and she expresses this she expresses her sorrow and expresses her pain at seeing her father in this pain what difficulty my father is going through in this moment in that condition also Rasulullah sallallahu addresses and says la karba ala abi ki ba'd al don't worry about this now. La karba ala biki After today there is no difficulty with your father whatsoever. All these physical difficulties are also now over. In other words, now also look at the positive side. That that positivity shouldn't ever leave. That look at the posi- that look at the positive side. That all these difficulties of dunya will all be over. And now it's only the perpetual enjoyment of akhirat. So even at that last moment also Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa taught always look at the positive side of things. La karba ala abiki So this is the way that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa taught us how to conduct ourselves, how to focus, how to lead our lives and Allah ta'ala blessed him with the best of everything. We have all our solutions in following his Mubarak way of life. So this ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah ta'ala says, In kuntum Allah fattabi'uni you follow my footsteps, follow the footsteps of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yuhbibukumullah. It was this aspiration of this insan, this mu'min to become the, to become the lover of Allah ta'ala. But the barakat of the a'mal of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is so great. That let alone, let alone becoming the lover of Allah ta'ala, he becomes the beloved of Allah ta'ala. 
to become a lover, a person doesn't have to have any qualities. He can love anybody. He can love anybody, he doesn't have to have any qualities. But to be the beloved, then he has to have a lot of qualities. Here, Allah Ta'ala is saying, يُحْبِبُكُمُ اللَّهِ Allah will love you. وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ And forgive all your sins. This is the barakat of the a'mal and of the sifat that Rasulullah presented to the ummah. That now you adopt this, this is your protection. This is your progress. This is your success. This is your everything. This is your good for dunya and your good for akhirat. So now when the ummah has this most beautiful gift of the Mubarak way of life of Rasulullah why should they be looking anywhere else? Why would this ummah ever become despondent? These halat, halat come. But, person who is connected to the amal of Rasulullah he is connected to the Mubarak deen of Rasulullah and through this he is connected to Allah Taala. Then in every condition, in every situation, his heart will be consoled. His heart will be at ease. He might be physically in whatever condition, he might be grieving, he might be in pain, he might be in sorrow, whatever it is, whatever it is, but his heart will be connected to Allah So Allah Taala has blessed us with this Mubarak way of life, whether it is a situation of ease, whether it is a situation of adversity, whether it is health, whether it is sickness, whatever it is. Mu'min, he knows his direction, he knows where to turn to. He will now increase what will bring the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. He will go even more towards Salah. As, as somebody, this is not a hadith, this is a saying of a pious person. He says when there are difficulties and hardships, they make long sajdas. This is a kind of encouragement. When there are difficulties and hardships, make long sajdas. Because the calamities and difficulties cannot remain for long on the back of a person in sajda, he'll slip off sooner or later. Because now in sajda now, how long that he will stay sitting on his back? It will slide off. So make long sajdas. Now this is not a hadith sharif. This is a way of encouragement. This is what a person should do. Rasulullah When something is to become a source of concern for a